Welcome to Clocking Time with RTC Fitness. I'm Steph Irwin, and I am here on a, I guess it's not really sunny, a kind of overcast Monday morning here with our kids' coaches, Jenna, Jenny, and Janine. That is so much awesome. the J's. That's like the three J's. I didn't even really yeah. think about that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, I know you're all busy for like giving us some time this morning, summer day. So many things you could be doing. <laughs> Um, so let's get going. We want to talk first about, uh, the RTC summer camp program, which is, is that, is it right to call it that? Is that what we're calling it? Okay. Okay. Um, which is already has been in session for a couple weeks and finishing out some and then starting some more down the road here. So I'll let you talk a little bit about what you've been doing up to this point and plans for the rest of the summer and, uh, some goals, uh, with the kids. So. I don't know who wants to start. Someone has <laughs> I to start. start. Um, All right, so for start. the kids camp, we've kind of all were on the same page with making it more than just about like them working out. Um, we wanted it to be kind of like total wellness. health and wellness for mm -hmm. them. So we've done like we have a workout each day, but we've also tried to focus on like mental health and then um, nutrition. We did like some taste tests of healthy foods and. Um, what else have we done? Like nature and appreciating nature. Uh, we also did some chalk work outside um, to promote like motivation for our members mm -hmm. at RTC. Um, you know, not yeah, the members love that. I'm just gonna <laughs> interrupt. Like they love that. I, I don't know how many. I thought how cool it was. Like if you go either like the marathon, not that I've ever run a marathon, mm -hmm. but you know yeah. all the like the encouraging things right. written along yeah. the route, but. Mm -hmm. I heard quite a few people come Aww. in that day. So I think Greg Odell said, you know, this was, like, so great. I didn't want to come, but then I saw Aww. those, like, inspirational things Good. and, like, Good. kind of pumped up for the workout. Yeah. So that was really cool that they did that. I think we do a lot of um, kind of implementing what we talk about in our weekly class, kind of expanding on that in the camps. Mm -hmm. um, so if you think about our day at camp, it's two and a half hours long. We only spend 30 minutes of that time actually doing, exactly. like, a workout. Mm -hmm. The rest of the time is really trying to put into practice the things that we talk about mm -hmm. as far yeah. as, like, learning to calm your emotions, eating well, being kind to yourself mm -hmm. and others. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's a great time to be able to spend time implementing yes. those thoughts and expanding on that a little bit even in like the games that we plan for them and even just like we've done like water balloons and like outdoor like water activities that are fun but we also try to incorporate like teamwork into that mm -hmm. and like how do we cheer each other on and root for each other and help each other in this game that's fun but yeah we're kind of tying in you know practice at just being a good person too and helping mm -hmm. each other and then just to expand on, like, the little chalk work, we talked about wanting to implement more, like, community service for the mm -hmm. kids, like, realizing it's more than, than than them. And I know sometimes we get wrapped up in our in our world, and as kids, I think sometimes that's what they think. It's, yeah. like, their world. But um, showing that they could give back and showing them um, how to make somebody else's day a little bit brighter, yeah. I think that's part of where we're moving I love that, like that idea of like whole, whole body health, mm -hmm. and especially the mindfulness things. I think as a high school teacher and a couple of your yes. teachers, you know, and your mom, you know, that, you know, as adults, we struggle with that. Like I have to remind myself, well, yeah, like a walk in nature can be good for my brain, yeah. not just, you know, mm -hmm. not just, you know, exercise. Exactly. And so that they're learning those things young and then can put those things into practice in yeah. their daily lives right. as they get older. Mm -hmm. I see so many teachers or mm -hmm. teenagers like struggling with sure. those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. 
And you so, get them practicing that young, and yes, then it's just exactly. a habit. Like, love oh, that. I know how to handle this now, yeah, because I've that. been doing this since I was five years right. old, or mm-hmm. right. um, whatever, you know? For sure. Um, and it's been cool to see, because we did, like, a little breathing activity about our emotions, and, like, how we calm down, and, yeah. like, the next day, we're, them, we're like, can we do belly breathing again? Or, you know, yeah. seeing them do it when they get frustrated, and you're like, yeah, actually, it into practice. Like, are incorporating yeah. this into that's got to be that's got to be cool a good feeling to yeah. see them do that. And the idea of community building. I mean, so many adults here. You know, when I interview them for this or for an article, they the first thing they say is it's the community here. It's the community mm-hmm. here. But mm-hmm. that our kids see that they're an important part of that. Sure. So mm-hmm. and that they can give back in some way. And they're developing their own little community. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like too. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them come in and like give each other hugs, and they're like pumped to see each other do well and. Yeah, it's just been cool to see. Yeah, or when somebody like gets a little injury, they'll, they'll check on each other. Yeah, like, are you okay? Are you feeling better? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. when somebody gets frustrated, I've seen even one of our littlest ask somebody, "Are you feeling okay now? Are you feeling better now?" And it's just the sweetest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what we want, and that's what we I want mean, to promote for our want. future yeah, for sure. of our TC is yeah. to have that type of community that the adults have built. You know, yeah, the younger. exactly. That's so great. Imagine a world like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, moving forward for this for this summer, then what what's to come? Like, do you have like for the next? You still planning sort of the next finishing this session, doing another? Yeah, session, we're, so. we have you know the rest of this week, so Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this mm-hmm. week, and it'll just kind of flow like how we've done the the first session. Um, I think we haven't quite planned out the second session yeah. yet, but it'll be very similar. I think with focus on a workout, mental wellness, yeah. community service, mm-hmm. team building, nutrition. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I was really impressed with how they took our nutrition, like, yes. taste test and stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like we could really expand on that for the next time. Yeah. So did they, they try some us. things they hadn't they ever they did. Yeah. Some of them spit things out, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But they it were is. willing uh-huh. to taste. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and Jenna had a really cool um, little poster that she yeah, used with Yeah, it's called, like, a food kids. train. Okay. And it... it gets them um, using their senses to understand, like, the food that they're eating. And yeah. uh, with with my kids, we've had to use it just because, you know, it's nerve-wracking to try mm-hmm. different foods. It so is. it takes them through yeah. steps, and we always say you could get off the train whenever you want. You, there's look, there's taste, yeah. there's touch, you know, and um, different types of, I think there's, like, maybe six or seven train steps. And so huh. there were kids that used it and tried something, and then they actually liked it. Uh-huh. There was a... There was a one little girl's like, I could use tomatoes in my salad now. Like, yeah. and didn't, yeah. didn't like them prior to it. So <laughs> like, it was yeah. asked my mom to buy chickpeas this week. Yeah. And you're like, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was really oh, cool to fantastic. see them. Like, what to, a great idea, though, like tool. to think of like leading up to the actual taste. It was a good yeah. tool. The idea. Yeah. It took yeah. the pressure that. off, I think. It's yeah. not like you have to try this. It's right. like, well, you could smell it, mm-hmm. you could touch it, you right. can lick it, and at least you did something. And right. And not like, there's, yeah. like, a liquor kiss, so, like, it, it gets the texture on their oh. lips. And then there's, like, a doggy teeth where they could control the amount of, like, how much they eat by, like, the doggy teeth. And yeah. so huh. it, it was cool. It, it really was helpful for my kids. So, like, when we were trying that, and some some of these things kind of look weird, you know, and, you know. And uh, so I was like, well, maybe I'll bring it just to see if anybody Definitely. could benefit from mm, it. That's a great idea. And, and as we're talking about it, my yeah. wheels are turning, and I feel like maybe we should make copies. For like the oh, parents sure. to have yeah. it all, yeah. so if anyone wants a coffee, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true. I think it, it it would translate it really well to yeah. home tasting. It has helped too. my kids in like regards to texture mm-hmm. and, and sight because like an avocado could be really intimidating yes. to a kid, yeah. you know, the texture and the green and the and right. stuff. But um, 
And a lot and of kids days, have those textural issues, yeah. you know, with yeah. And some know, like things, days yeah. you only get for, to the first two steps, and then you try it again the next week, and then mm. maybe you get another step. So mm-hmm. it's not always a, a sprint, but sometimes a marathon to get mm-hmm. them to like yeah. try new foods. But I think that was a cool part in seeing them grow in the camp amongst the other many things. Yeah. But um, the food thing was fun. Yeah, yeah that sounds really like a great mm-hmm. tool, great idea. Um. All right. Well, let's move on. I just think you you all seem to be you. It's like a nice mesh mm-hmm. of experience and personalities and just talk a little bit about what, what you think, what you each bring to the table, or even if you want to just compliment each other, that's, that's good too. Like sometimes it's hard to say, well, I'm really good at this, but, oh but just, I but it does seem to be a great group so that works so well together. for them because in the beginning mm-hmm. it was really just me mm-hmm. and it's just been really nice to have like, like mind, like we are all on mm-hmm. the same page in so many ways, but we all have like a little bit of something that we yeah bring. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I feel like Jenna is very much more organized than I am and she is like we're gonna do this this you know what I mean yeah. and I'm it's nice because I have the ideas but sometimes like executing yeah. them yeah. it's not you know and her doing that kind of motivates me to be like okay yeah let's yeah. do this you yeah. know and so, Janine yeah. has so many like creative ideas mm-hmm. I feel like for like games and just like the way um, sometimes like mom brain, I guess for both of them, like the way they talk and like interact with the kids and things that I don't know. Yeah. Being a mom has been helpful to have them, but yeah, like Janine's creativity, Jenna's organization, like it's, I don't know. That's what I appreciate about both of them. Amongst, I mean, off the top of my head, there's many other things that I could probably go on about, but. I mean, the three of us together as a team is is a fairly new thing, but we mm-hmm. work like a well-oiled machine yeah. already. It's just, mm-hmm. it's seamless. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of ideas we have, we'll say, and then the others are like, I was thinking something just yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes, you know. Yeah. So. I think we're really open to feedback and, and tossing around ideas versus, like, like if it's not, like, my idea. Right. There's no owner. Like, we're There's just like, oh, this is kind of cool. and Like, tweak it a little. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, going on with, like, we, I, Jenny is kind of, like, the leader of this, you know, kind of ship here, and she, she has done this for so long, so it's really good right. to see her leadership amongst the kids, and the kids really, you know, gravitate to her, um, but even, like, in the camp, she does a really nice job with, like, social-emotional stuff, and, and you can see that play out with even even in our kids' classes, not even camp. So I think, um, like, bringing her profession into this and and um, just her expertise is just really cool to watch on my end, who I've, I've not been doing this very yeah. long, so I've been observing and learning a lot um, from both Jenny and Janine because they've been in the game a little longer. But, um, I, you know, like, I know, like, I, I was a college athlete, and then I coached, um, like, varsity softball and cheerleading, so... It's cool to have, like, a coaching aspect, and I know uh, we talked about, like, how, how the wellness of the whole kid and not necessarily focusing on just one thing right. uh, it is important to, de- to develop whether they're going to be an athlete or not, you know. Um, I think when they see the adults here, like, both Jenny, Janine, and myself, we both ha- the kids see us work out here mm-hmm. also, and I think that's important that they see the adults investing in them. Um, and to me, I think that is worth it more than anything because um they see us here and then they could talk to us like mm-hmm. their coaches yeah. um, on the bench yeah. too and I um you know all all the kids want is your time and I think mm-hmm. it's important for like our members and and us as a uh, kind of the CrossFit kids people to invest in that so that was really one of the big reasons I wanted to get involved because I'm here the kids see me my kids are here 
I, I wanted to be like invested in that and yeah. in, in their growth here. So, um, and I know, I know Janine and, and Jenny kind of feel the same way about that. So, you know, I, and I just think, um, we both bring really great things to the table and we're both really good. At, all three of us are good at certain things, but together it's, it's been working very nice. So, what do you think, Janine? Yeah, I mean, actually, <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't mean, know. They, they said it all. They said it all. <laughs> yeah, basically, but I just want to echo, like, you know, coming from a collegiate coaching background experience as well. I think mm-hmm. that was one of the things that I was missing in the collegiate coaching world mm-hmm. was we weren't developing the student athletes as whole people. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a business at that point. It was mm-hmm. just who can produce the best athlete, kind of no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, given injuries and you know what's best for the student athlete and I really that didn't sit well with me um but that's it is what it is at that level um Mm -hmm. but at this level we do get to focus on the whole human and it's much more fulfilling I would say okay yeah Yeah. and like we said earlier I think just the the idea that these are lifelong skills that you're building like lifelong for their life not just to be an athlete or to work it's it's just so important that they learn these things young. Yeah. When they don't have those skills, when they get into middle school, high school, it's hard, it's hard to develop those. It's so hard as an adult yeah. to yeah. develop them. That's those skills yeah. you don't have. So the order you get it really is so much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And they might not belong to like a team or anything in right. school, but they are in, in a sense in our a classes. Team. Yeah. yeah. And we know that movement produces some, you know, like being active and being involved in stuff definitely helps a kid in, in many ways growing up. You know, so I, I think if we could start chipping away a little bit mm-hmm. under our what, what what we can control and what we know is going on in the world, you know, just trying to make those small little differences so hopefully when they encounter something that's not in the gym, they can rely on those skills that they were taught. So I think that's where all of our mindset is. Like, it's not necessarily the athlete. Like, we want them to be healthy. We want them to have movement. But it's really mostly about everything else. Yeah. So. yeah. What do you think it's... it's kind of a little bridge to what I wanted to talk about next and your opinions. And I, I realize everybody everybody does with their kids what they do with their kids. But there is so much focus now on sports-specific training from such a young age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the kids are on their travel teams, and it's year-round. And it, it does start very young and moves on into to high school, where I think depending on where they go to school, they're encouraged, you know, just to focus on the a, a sport mm-hmm. and train for that. So what any thoughts on that you've got coaching background and maybe experience as athletes yourselves so any thoughts without being judged we're not trying I'm not judging you know families who make those choices but but what do you think about how that impacts kids I think it can lead to burnout and injury a lot quicker Mm -hmm. depending on how early they start I think having a broader base of just general athleticism and body awareness Mm -hmm. is going to carry them through like a lifelong love of fitness and wellness Um, because we all know you can't be a professional athlete forever right at some point even if you make it to that professional level or collegiate level or high school level even at some point that's going to end and what Mm -hmm. are you going to do after that and I think if you develop a broad base early on that's going to carry out longer through a lifetime than more of a a sport specific um, training regimen I also think cognitively it helps. Yeah, like I, as a as a high school coach, I always in like saw a lot of um, like strategy from my multi sports athletes mm-hmm. be applied 
um, in situations that, like, sometimes we just can't create in practice, you know, and so, like, if I have someone who is coming from, who plays basketball and softball and volleyball, they could bring all of those, like, uh, the motivation, um, the frustrations that they had and were able to work out of, um, just, like, the mental toughness, mm-hmm. the, re- the resiliency, um, that they get injured less often mm-hmm. typically because they have worked other muscles that maybe right. haven't been right. worked in that sport specific uh, training. So I just think like I used I used to watch my multi sport athletes on the field and they were able to think clearer, they were able to strategize a little bit better than my zone like one sport athlete kiddos just because they had experience in other kind of realms. Mm-hmm. And I think cognitively um, they were able to withstand some pressures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, adapt well mm-hmm. to things that maybe didn't go their way yeah. because they had like other experiences that they could fall back on and maybe they were they failed in those and maybe they were successful in those so yeah. it was it was just cool to see the cognitive abilities mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. that they were able to bring to the table because they had a diversity of experience so okay and and I think it's I don't want to sound like it's like bad for right parents and kids to like choose a path of like right. a sports like kids find a passion and that's just right. like cool right. to, Absolutely. to pour themselves into that but I feel like having the base like both um Jenna and Janine touched on will help them with that sports specific thing mm-hmm. you know so like having a well-rounded base it's just like the theory of CrossFit right and mm-hmm. it's like a hopper you know you maybe aren't excellent at every single thing but you can do everything reasonably right, well right and there's not anything at that's some level like yeah yes and yeah. You, you have body awareness and strength and like I think of just like when I reflect on myself like I was a gymnast my whole life and that's all I did really mm-hmm. um and I always say I've said this to Georgia many times like man like I can't imagine how much better of an athlete I would have been if I found CrossFit mm-hmm. early Absolutely. like when these kids are doing CrossFit yeah. like it would have made my gymnastics 10 times better my endurance my strength like all of that because like I not recently because my my body is a mess now but (laughs) in the last couple of years I've like gone back and like played around Mm -hmm. at my old like gymnastics gym and Mm -hmm. things that I felt like were really hard then were like easier Mm -hmm. that's CrossFit you know like that's that well-rounded approach you know that I always say it would have made me a better athlete like I had that sport specific but having the base of sure. all these other things, you know, and just functional fitness, if you will, mm-hmm. makes each of those sports-specific things easier. Yeah. You know? Do you think that's the the mindset is out there in, you know, high school, collegiate sports to want athletes to be well-rounded? I suppose, like, the higher the level, like, Division One athletes, like, they're there to do the thing. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it might, like, I teach at a small school where... It's kids are spread thin because mm-hmm. there aren't that many from yeah. which to choose. So they do they do this and that. You know they are marching in the band and then they go play foot. You know they go play football. And sure. do you think more coaches are going to that mindset? Like let's without you know yes, naming so. names or schools or do you, you think that there needs to be I think a lot? It, of them I think it really depends on the philosophy of the coach. Yeah. Like okay. I I know like for me speaking, I always encourage my athletes in like I coach softball I always encourage them to go play other sports or at least be involved in something else um but I know that there are coaches that want them year-round you know and and I just I I I think the higher the higher levels you get the more 
you're going to put the pressure on that specific sport. Yeah. But I also know, like, there are some really good coaches in higher levels that, that do promote, like, that kind of foundational yeah. stuff. But yeah. I don't it's yeah. hard. I it feel like nowadays, I don't know yeah. what I could like speak from my own experience growing up. Mm-hmm. And my focus was always gymnastics, but I would like, you know, in gym class, we would like run track a little mm-hmm. bit. And the track coach would be like, why don't you come do track? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, well, I do gymnastics. And I would try to do both. And they would be like, you need to commit yeah. to one yeah. or the other. And yeah. the same thing they happened with diving. Kind of like I tried, he's like, yeah. you can't come five days a week. And I'd be like, but gymnastics. You know, like, yeah. they actually yeah. were the opposite of, like, right. I think what the ideal situation and what Jenna's yeah. talking about. And maybe that's changed over time, but I think, unfortunately, like, yeah, I, that I was my experience, yeah. and it wasn't a good experience. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do other sports, you know, I yeah. wanted to be able to do yeah. that for the social aspect, even, for the athletic aspect, all of those things, and right. just, yeah. I was encouraged opposite, because they wanted that, that focus. commitment, yeah. you know, um, yeah. to ex- excel at yeah. that specific yeah. I think it is really hard, especially as you're getting into like that high school level, mm-hmm. to juggle multiple sports for that reason, just the time commitment. Um, but as a co- former collegiate coach, having done some recruiting, I could appreciate the kids that were able to juggle it, mm-hmm. and I knew those kids would be more resilient sure. as collegiate mm-hmm. athletes. Mm-hmm. Because once you're a collegiate athlete, it's like a full-time job, and you're juggling traveling Absolutely. and school and workouts yeah. and, and yeah. strength training and... Um, conditioning and recovery and all okay. the things <laughs> in a social life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something right. not really. <laughs> oh, and by the way, keeping your GPA. Up yeah, I was just gonna say. Level. Oh, there's that whole learning. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so I knew the kids that could balance that at the high school level would be better able to balance it at the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. So I did look at those kinds of things, um, and then of course some of my athletes, which were like decathletes, um, they were much more successful as athletes if they had additional athletic background. Um, So I guess it really kind of depends on the sport and the level and the philosophy of the coach plays a lot into it. Mm -hmm. Um, So So maybe this makes a case for functional fitness at an mm, early age yeah, and yeah. giving them that base before they choose that yeah. sports yeah, specific path. And it's like, okay to choose. Like, right. I chose softball. We all chose something, yeah. but, you know. Do you have that uh, But I could go back and have that foundation mm-hmm. and kind of that bank to mm-hmm. pull from when I need it right. in those situations. Right. And I love that word. You, you use that word resilience because yeah. that's another, like, life skill that I yeah. see so many kids lacking yes, as they get absolutely. into high school yeah. just that I'm just gonna work through this yeah. attitude mm-hmm. is it's I think it's, hard it's to just teach tough too. it is yeah. hard to teach again at that level but that that we use that you're using that word and thinking about our young our little ones you know mm-hmm. like how do you model and teach resilience to them that, yeah. you, that, that things are just going to be hard sometimes mm-hmm. so and I think sometimes we just, I know as a parent, it's it's hard, you know, especially I'm I'm much older than everyone sitting at the table, but I was raised in that, that era where, you know, you weren't really hurt, you know, you weren't hurt, my opinion didn't matter, like, mm-hmm. eat all the food, you know, yeah. on your plate, it just, sure. that kind of, and then I think we raised our kids, like, what's your opinion, what do you think, you know, yeah. here are choices, yeah. here, and then, so, yeah. I don't know, it's just a, a different kind of mindset, but, but that idea of resilience, so. Um, okay, we'll finish up with talk a little bit about moving forward then beyond the summer. I know there's some exciting plans in the works to expand the kids program and so what are what are some ideas that you're 
batting around. Nothing in stone right now, what we're saying here. but It's, it's in the works. I know we sure. want to talk, I mean, address I think, different age groups. Yeah, I yeah, think I our know. goal is okay. to differentiate a okay. little bit um, it, our age groups and our ability groups. And yeah. right now we're not real sure, like, the concrete, you know, format. Uh, the format or the standards or or whatnot. But we're, we're hoping to have a little bit of, like, of a younger I guess population like a kind beginner of beginner class. group, more beginner so. group, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then a little bit more of an advanced group, yeah, and then uh, possibly offering something that's more movement based that would include like all ages. So I think that's what we've been discussing, mm-hmm. um, and kind of we've got to plan that out a, a little bit more. But um, you know, I think that's where our thought, you know, because we we want to make sure that that our kids who are are doing really well at some movements get grow yeah also yeah. and don't get too bored we also want to make sure that our beginners are getting like their needs Strong met in regards to yeah. like what is a good movement versus a bad one and like how do we functionally move well you know like kind of mm-hmm. through that and then um just offering kind of a class for that all could be in- included um, more like a conditioning class i think mm-hmm. yeah talking. yeah so you know we're toying around with the ideas, mm-hmm. but I think I think camp is going to be a good way to kind of, um, you know, see what those like what kids come and and yeah. kind of the population of kids that we have, so that we can make sure we address what they need. So. Okay, I mean that's the benefit of having three of us now, right? Yeah, so we for can sure. add some more classes, and each of us I think has a little bit of a passion towards one of those tracks, if you will. Yeah. But we'll all like assist. Um, sure. We haven't solidified like a schedule or how that'll look but Mm -hmm. our general idea is to make it a little bit more targeted for certain ability levels maybe age groups but also ability ability levels levels, you know because there are some older kids who will come and are ready to be like doing a little challenging and like get on the rig and doing pull-ups and you know learning those like higher skilled things and it's hard to sometimes do that right when you have a five-year-old who still is Struggling you with know, air squats. Exactly. Right, right, right. You know, so um, just being able to give everybody what they need. Um, kind of divide and conquer. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and I think our that. idea was that we would, and we have not come up with this yet, but maybe like a set of standards, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. that like you need to be able to do X, Y, and Z to be in to the be advanced class. class. Yeah. And yeah. this is sure. kind of what you would do if you're in the beginner's class and just so that people kind of and it's and it's a lot of for like safety measures mm-hmm. because we we want to make sure that number one that the kids are safe and and number two that they're getting you know the, the where they're at in their journey you know they know what they're doing so when they do get approached with a workout that they feel confident that they feel like they know what they're doing they're always going to need coach and we could always improve but um i just think like sometimes if you throw someone in there Sometimes that scares them mm-hmm. a bit out of out of mm-hmm. things. So we we want to make sure that doesn't happen either. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of cool things in the future mm-hmm. I think are mm-hmm. happening. So yeah. well, thank you so much for taking some time to talk yeah. this morning. Um, I think well, there's so many young families here that our kids are. They're such an important part of our the bigger community. And I think so many of our parents like maybe couldn't even be here if it weren't if there weren't these right. kinds of programs that their kids Absolutely. couldn't be here while they're working out you know and they witness that and that there's programs specially made just for them so so you're mm-hmm. you're all doing amazing things <laughs> for for all the thank kids you. so thank you for what you do and mm-hmm. what you do for the community and our pleasure see what's ahead <laughs> yeah. it's exciting things We're ahead exciting. so okay. Yeah.
Thank you. All right. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah, thank Say you. goodbye to the three J's. <laughs> All right. <laughs>